Escapecraft Podcasts. I'm M4 Numbers. I'm Tyrus. And I'm obviously Rock Beef Chest. Wait, 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 are you sure about that? Radna Rock sounds a bit... No, no, trust me, my, my, my Rock Beef Chest is spot on. See, it's blatantly not just me, Hex, filling in for Rock because he's off fighting pirates in Somalia or whatever. And with us tonight we have the Leprechauns, who's been doing some of our new Escapecraft videos. He's going to talk to us about that. Hello everyone. Welcome, Lep. And first up tonight, we're going to have the usual events talk from Tyrus, who has hopefully brought us an events talk. We hope. Yes, yes, we've, we've had some events. That means I can talk about them. Uh, we've had Total Wipeout, which was incredibly fun to watch, mainly because of just sort of players failing everywhere, which was Matt's pet project, uh, which was won by Run and Gun Forty One, uh, with second place to Iron Fang, third place with Schooling. Um, and because Matt's just such a generous and great guy, he donated a copy of Puddle. But that was a good event to watch, wasn't it? It was a good spectator event. Yes, sadly, the event video had to be removed forcibly from the Lepicorns because there's just too much secrecy that goes on behind Total Wipeout. If you're going to want to find out what happens in there, you're going to have to turn up. Yeah, but anyway, so next time that comes up, make sure you play in it, because that was great fun. For us, at least. And the other event we've had recently, since the last podcast, is Gladiator's Belief, which happened on the 2nd of March, uh, and was, was quite good. We had, some, we had a, a reasonably good turnout. We had some interesting player responses. I mean, we had, I think, we had some players deciding that the best way to win Spleef is to spam and just, like, until they win, presumably. So we had some quite good punishments from Steve, including teleporting people to the other side of Enigma and making them walk back. But that aside, it went it went reasonably smoothly. The final was between Dahype, Victini998, Ep Johnson and Technovirus, with Ep Johnson finally winning very very closely over Technovirus and I think he eventually got he eventually met his fate being bludgeoned to death by a spade so yeah that was Gladiator's Belief it was quite exciting it was more PvP orientated than it normally is but it was still good fun to play hopefully and the next event we have coming up is Invernables Anarchy PvP which has been very popular since its debut in Enigma and it's been turned into an event so hopefully that will all go well uh, if you want to sign up to that, then you can do so on the forums. And you can also see Lord Mountbatten's amazing work of art banner, which took literally minutes to make. Let's hope that anyone has continued success with his events then, because what was his last one? Red versus, Red versus Blue? Blue? Red versus Blue was pretty good. Um, there was quite a bit of TNT, which was dramatic at the end, but yeah. It, it, it should be good. It looks like a fun event. It's a big team-based combat game in a nice, exciting, dynamic arena, so it's not just a normal 1v1 PvP tournament in a bland arena. It should be good. So make sure to sign up. Uh, shameless self-promotion. The server has a video of Red vs. Blue if you want to check it out. Okay, so I think... That, no, I'm not going to do the accent anymore. Accent is much too hard. Okay, anyway. So, yeah. Um, I did a few videos a while back, I was the designated video guy, but various reasons caused me to drop that project, and I'm now handing the mantle over to the Leprechauns, who's going to be our video git. So without further ado, let's have a little interview with him, shall we?
<laughs> yeah. So, how much sort of time do you spend editing them? They must need quite a bit of work to get them to a, a sort of usable state. Uh, yeah. Um, so far, it's been uh, something like an afternoon, uh, afternoon or two to get them up. So usually it's Sunday night, Monday. I'm uh, winding down. So what made you want to take on the thankless task of working as the video person? Well, you know, I've been looking to get into something like that for a while. So you know, it was it was a good opportunity. So we're gonna see how it goes. Have some fun with it. You know, work toil in the minds of the server. Toil in the video minds. Get a good harvest going. <laughs> we need more videos! We need them now, dammit! <laughs> the mines are running out, though. We've, we've only got about 50 people working in the mines. We're going to have to bring in some more slaves. Uh, wait, not slaves. Those other people. The volunteers. You're obviously not whipping them hard enough. Yeah, that, that's obviously the problem, Matt. But anyway, m moving on. Do we have anything in store other than events videos? I mean, you're reason you seem you seem reasonably talented with these videos. So, have we got any other interesting things coming up on the horizon? Uh, yeah, we got a couple things coming up. Uh, uh, right now, I'm working on a uh, a personal thing. Uh, Waka's doing his uh, wabbit torture uh, sort of form thing, so I'm working on that. Uh, we have a script coming up from Lord. I'm going to start working on sometime in the next week or so. And, uh, yeah, in the future we want to start doing some uh, uh, profiles of buildings and things around the server and some short skits and things like that and uh, try to get some stuff going. Right, Hax, you mentioned that you sort of tailed off with the videos. Just because personal interests, what makes um, you, Lep, think that you'll be able to carry on forevermore or until we find someone with Hax's charming demeanor again? I have no idea. I'm just doing this out of the insanity in my heart, really. <laughs> no, I'm having a good time with it. I'll keep doing it, you know, as long as I'm having fun, as long as we're putting out good stuff. So, you know, we're going to we're gonna try and put out a, a lot of good stuff for you guys. That's what I said, man. They'll break you. They'll break you. <laughs> I think it's going to be work that breaks me more than, uh, than you guys. You guys don't nearly whip as hard as my boss does. Give us time. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll grind you down until you you can't wait to see the back of us. Well, that's just depressing. So, moving on. If you're sure. Okay, so, anyone who's been remotely connected to the internet in the past week or so will have probably heard about a little something called the PlayStation 4, which has been announced officially, so to speak. Anyone here watch the trailers and the various reveals. What reveal? They didn't reveal anything. I heard that it was a very, very vague reveal. I mean, I haven't watched it because, to be brutally honest, I don't really care about the PlayStation 4. But I heard that it was... Well, I've heard at least one person refer to it as, look, it's software. Obviously that's not the case, but it doesn't bode well for an amazing reveal. No, that was pretty much the reveal. Uh, I watched most of it. I didn't see the console in the entire thing that I saw. It was a bunch of third-party games that aren't even exclusives. There was the remote, and that was the summer of the thing. 
There were a few interesting things in the reveal, and they did talk about the specs of the console, which no one expected them to do, but they didn't show the actual box itself off. I was one of the few people that that didn't concern. I just thought, no, they showed off some good stuff. It was pretty decent, but everyone was like, no, where's the box? The band, the box, the box! I demand shiny things. The box is quite important, though. That's the thing that's going to be sitting in your living room, bedroom, study, wherever you choose to put your games console. It's going to be like, you don't want a microwave-sized thing. It's just taking up your whole living room. Well, it depends. If it is the best, if it's the best damn console in the history of everything, it plays your games in like five million resolutions with all the data bits and fancy graphics. Mm. Um, then again, I suppose the box is sort of like the confirming factor that yes, we haven't just animated all of these videos just because we can. There is actually something we've made. It's obviously one big scam. You just wait until the Kickstarter for it comes out, then you can be suspicious. Was anything important like a release date mentioned? I don't remember seeing the release date. It is coming out holiday 2013, so that'll be December time, I would assume, just before Christmas. No, probably November. Holiday's rather vague. Hmm. Holiday usually means a month before, so they can get it out before Christmas for the shopping seasons. Just a quick thought on what they said was going to be the main point on this. There were a few points, but the one that I picked up on was that they're going to allow you to download games and play them as they download. That sounds interesting. It sounds like you'd need a good internet connection for it to work, which unfortunately I don't have. So that sounds interesting, but probably not too applicable to me. Yeah, half the time I can't play games I've already downloaded. Yes, you're probably going to run into problems if you're going along a track, then you find out that, oh wait, the track sort of disappeared below me as I've run out of bandwidth. I mean, everyone knows that thing, it's bad enough in Minecraft when you're going on a train track or something and it doesn't load in fast enough and you fall into the abyss. If that's on a, a bigger game where death has like bigger consequences, then I can see that getting very frustrating. The last thing you want is to be in the middle of an action-packed firefight and suddenly have that little buffering icon come up in the middle of your screen. Oh god. So if they manage to crack it, then good on them. It'll be amazing, but... I have my doubts. It could be good, but from what I've heard, at the minute, it's a bit... it's a bit vague. I need to wait for more information. I haven't seen anything that makes me want it so far. Mm. With me, it's just been a sort of too good to be true, because another one was that it'll be just be a click the button and you start gaming. That sounds good. Does it make tea as well? Because then it would just do everything. It sounds like it does pretty much everything under the sun that you could ever want it to. The one thing I was interested in was the, uh, the push button uh, sharing. Explain, what does this do? From what I heard, it was basically there's a share button in the middle of the, the touch pad, remote, whatever. So it's like a laptop remote. But it uh, it uh, allows you to push a button and send a video directly to Facebook or YouTube or whatever. So it's basically an on-demand video recorder. That sounds quite good. That does sound good. Apparently the console will be continuously buffering the last 15 minutes of everything you've played, so it will automatically record everything, basically. So if you've just captured an epic speedrun or an awesome glitch or something that you want everyone to see, you know, you can just hit this button, which is on your controller, and send it straight to wherever. Now, that could be useful for a lot of a lot of people trying to start up, you know, little YouTube channels and things like that. 
And this constant streaming thing, apparently um, other players will also be able to, if well, with your permission, of course, jump in and watch what you're doing in your game. Yeah, I've seen that. I heard a rumor that uh, if you wanted to let them, they could actually control your session. Yeah, it's something supposedly like, you know, remote desktop, but on the PS4. You can just take over if it's too difficult or whatever. Now that just sounds like a bad idea. I mean, even if it is with permission, I can see... I can see the potential for some next level trolling, which could be quite fun. But people hitting the wrong button—that well, would, would be hilarious. Everyone buy PS4s so that I can ruin your games. Oh, too bad that speedrun had to end on the side of a cliff. Okay, so the PS4 itself is slightly dubious, but what about the games? Because um, there've been quite a few reveals of games and stuff that the PlayStation 4 is going to have out, eventually. So, what games are you looking forward to on the PlayStation 4? Anyone? Man, the problem, I didn't see, I only saw one or two exclusive games that they showed at their conference, so the biggest game I'm looking to is Watch Dogs, but I can get that anywhere. I heard that they're going to be, um, they're going to be bringing Diablo 3 out onto the PlayStation 4, which seems interesting, because from what I've heard, it's a very sort of click-heavy, mouse-intensive game. I don't know how well that would translate to a to a sort of gamepad. So that that could be interesting. Although, again, also that's going to be quite old by the time the game will be quite old by the time the PlayStation Four comes out. So whether that will do well would be quite interesting to look out for. Well, they're also bringing it out on the PS3, so I don't even know what's what's the difference going to be there. I didn't. I didn't really see a lot of big reveals that I'm particularly excited about. I mean, The Witness, that new game from the guy who made Braid, that looks kind of interesting, I suppose. I know they uh, they showed a Killzone, a new Killzone sequel at some point. Killzone Shadow Fall. I've never been much into that series, so I can't say that I'm honestly looking forward to it. But it's probably the the biggest thing they showed off. Uh, well, I'm personally looking forward to The Witness because. Uh, anyone who's played Braid knows that the guy who made that is a bloody good puzzle game person. So I think it could be interesting just for what it plans to do. From what I've seen of the video, it looks as if it's taking a step up in the graphics department as well. Sort of. Yeah, I got some serious missed vibes from that trailer, as I'm sure a lot of people did. Now, one thing that I've heard is that uh, assassin, there's going to be a new Assassin's Creed game coming out, and I've heard all sorts of cries about how it's coming out for the PlayStation 4, but they've only it's so soon since they, they announced their last one. It's going to be awful. Any of you got opinions on that? I think they're trying to get on the uh, Call of Duty bandwagon, where they send out a new game every year and marginal improvements, and they just rake in the money. But yeah, I uh, saw today it's supposed to have an... October 29th release. That's under a year from their last game. That is quite a short period of time. They're hoping to release that on the PlayStation 3 and, well, presumably current generation consoles as well as next generation consoles, so um, that could be interesting. I mean, is it necessarily a bad thing if a game is released so soon to its its previous well, its previous version in its series? I think if it's done right, like, I think Call of Duty has almost gotten into a little groove where they have two different teams every other year, so each team is getting two years, but 
you know, Assassin's Creed, I don't know that they have that yet, and their game, you know, relies so much on story that that campaign they have, it could really be an issue if they're not writing it right. They could suffer as a result. I think it could turn out to be a real disappointment. I mean, we saw what happened with Assassin's Creed 3. After number 2, which was such a good game, they kind of made all these spin-offs and continuations of his the same character's stories, which gradually worsened in quality. Not Not exceptionally, but, you know... Revelations was a bit of a disappointment and then everyone's thinking oh they're finally moving on to another numbered one this will be damn good and then it came out and it was alright but it wasn't damn good so they've gone from kicking the dead dog to trying to bring the dog back to life let's just hope they get the defibrillator out this time anyway so moving on from one type of gaming segment I think to another gaming segment because we are so in love with games that we thought we'd bring you a double dose this week. So, one thing we've been thinking about with all of these new games announced and everything like that is, well, I at least love sort of collectibles in games. I think they give you a nice thing to focus on. However, in some people, that leads to this terrifying video game OCD when you must have everything complete. Do any of you guys suffer from that sort of zombie-like drive to get all of the magical MacGuffins or anything like that? At one point, I've gotten over it. What game What game lured you in with the promise of shiny things? Uh, it was uh, Just Cause 2, if you remember that one. Oh dear, here we go. I, I, I've made it over 70%. I don't play Xbox all that often, so it just keeps going. Yeah, for those of us who don't know what Just Cause 2 is, it is a massive open-world shooter, third-person thing. I'll reorder those words, maybe. And it's immense, and the number of optional objectives that you have to do for 100% completion is mind-boggling. It's, it's, it's a terror once you start thinking about how much you have to do. It, it, and they're scattered... It's when you say massive, it's just not massive. I think they said it's like a forty square mile area. So did you say you got up to seventy percent, but you never completed it due to the fact that you weren't? I was I wasn't playing enough to get through it, and I just sort of had to give up on the game. I moved on to bigger and better things. Did it ever lose its fun? Because I know that Just Cause Two can be amazingly addictive when you are jumping out an airplane to grappling hook onto the floor and completely shoot up an array of Panawans. Nothing says a good day after work like driving a car off the side of a cliff than stealing a boat at the bottom in the river channel. That does sound quite fun. I borrowed it off a friend once, but I never got I never got too far into it. I enjoyed walking along the sides of roads, just randomly latching on to passers-by and pulling cars out of the street. Because the grappling hook was incredibly overpowered. Anyway, Hacks, what about you and your obsessive gaming? Well, I'm the kind of person that wants to be OCD. I see all these collectibles and think, ah, i got to get them, but then I just another game comes along and it will successfully distract me and I'll leave a game at a disappointing 60 or 70% and it will constantly sit there taunting me. Why haven't you finished me yet? I always remember my original sort of OCD that I never quite managed to reach 100% with his Pokemon. Gotta catch them all, right? Yeah. Has anyone actually, out of interest, has anyone actually done 
Because that is one of the big, the big OCD things. What you should be asking is whether anyone's done that legitly, completely legit, with no cheat. Definitely not. A friend of mine back at school, he did finish uh, silver, I think it was, which was 250 you had to get. Oh, the number of people he had to trade with, he basically just brought the whole Pokemon thing back for the purposes of getting everything. And he did it, man. He finally did it. You can achieve it if you believe. But no, but I don't think anyone can do it. I mean, it was what, like 600 and something stupid now? There is a lot. It's obscene now. Well, they don't even have the slogan, Golly Catch Em All anymore, because you can't, man. You, you just can't. It's impossible. They can't, put, they can't put them all in the games anymore. Yeah, can you imagine the programming team? No, just fit in the box, get in the box, you're going, you're going to a new home, get in the box. <laughs> I can imagine this, this is the most difficult for the art guys. Oh, we're putting out a new Pokemon game this year. Guys, can you redraw 700 sprites, please? Piss off. Have fun. It's more, it's more about the... Okay, so we've made one that looks like a bell. We've made one that looks like a glass of water. What the hell do we have left to draw? Shower curtains. I remember in some <laughs> of the last ones, they were getting a bit of a bit of stick for them because it was things like an ice cream cone, one of those sort of double flake ice cream cones, and then a triple flake ice cream cone. And a bag of rubbish and things like that. Yeah, so they were getting I, a bit I uninspired. When, when I saw the trash bag Pokemon, I was like, okay, this has gone far enough. I hadn't even seen that. That is hilarious. For me, the the main game that I've been OCD about, and it's it's not really OCD, I don't think, because it doesn't take too much effort, but in um, Fallout New Vegas, which is, well, the Fallout 3 in New Vegas... I make a point of going to every single map location, which isn't too bad. That's just sort of filling in the map, so that's fine. The thing that really gets me is in Fallout New Vegas, on certain select bottles of Sunset Sarsaparilla, you can collect shiny bottle caps with stars on. And if you get all of them, you win a prize. Like some of those really old cheesy sort of collect 20 cereal box tops and send off for something. So I did that. That took me quite a while. I heard there was a snow globe bit in that game too. Yes, there is. There's there's Mojave landmark snow globes that you can collect and sell to this and sell to someone. So that's what you do. You wander around the wasteland and you find snow globes. Collecting bottle caps and snow globes. I mean, normal bottle caps are fine because they're the currency, but only special star bottle caps will do. And uh, you have to collect fifty of them. And your reward for doing it, well. You get 600 deputy badges that do absolutely nothing. And you get a laser pistol. A special laser pistol, but nevertheless a laser pistol, which is the weakest energy weapon in the game. I think I sold all my Sunsbrilla bottle caps. Ah, oh, shouldn't do that, man. You get a laser pistol. Anyway, my game that I have been driven OCD and mad by, in whichever order you choose, Super Meat Boy. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, the it's, it's the total wipeout of, uh, of video games from what I've heard. It's, it's frustratingly difficult. It's not just the bandages, though, and it, the difficulty is meh, if you're as pro as I am and you got stuck at level 5, um, but it's the timed runs, it's just getting the A-plus on your levels. 
that just drives me insane. How long would you reckon you've spent on it? Hold on a moment, I'll check. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Th this could be interesting. I I'm not even going to say how much time I've spent on Fallout New Vegas, because it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I want to hear this. Actually, it's only two hours. Only two hours? Only two hours? Pass. You can't call that dedication. <laughs> dedication gives way to having to take a break from the screen. Dedication gives way to actually having to step back because you've been driven mad by Oh my god, you are not serious, you just... Ah! Mm. I don't dig it. <laughs> I, I played Let a bit of side down, man. Actually, I suspect that the it hasn't counted the hours that I've done it while I'm not connected to the internet. This is suspicious. It probably wouldn't have done. I was going to say, you, you can't come in here saying, Oh, I'm so OCD about this game. I've spent a whole two hours in it. Whoa, man, you need to get a life. <laughs> no, um, I don't think it's counted the hours that I've spent out of the game, because it'd probably rock it up a bit then. To about... Maybe a day, maybe two. <laughs> a day, maybe two. Uh, I have a game here. 171 hours. I'll let you oh, guess man. what kind of game it is. Space Pirates and Zombies? No. It's a Zodoku game. <laughs> no, I can see that's, that. That's respectable. Yeah, and I have all the achievements. <laughs> it took me a lot of... Uh, quite a while, but I have them all! Space Pirates and Zombies is only 53 hours, so... <laughs> Stoker's pretty respectable. I used to play that uh, all the time during my lunch breaks. Alright, so that's what's obviously driven us mad over the past few years or so. Anyway. Anyway, thanks for listening. Remember to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Uh, and subscribe to us on YouTube as well. We've also got a iTunes podcast thing somewhere which you can subscribe to. Anyway, I've been M4 Numbers. I've been Tyrus. I've been Rock Beef Chest and Hacks. I've been the Leprechauns. And I'm not here. <laughs> and he's not here. Thank you for listening. Good night. Yeah.